Hey y'all, this is your host Casey Carden, and you're listening to The Grind. Hello everybody, April Fool's Day. With it being that, Carl, I gotta give a shout out to our friend, Creek. It's his birthday, he's like 400 and something years old, but, you know, we won't ever catch him. No. Today, we have a very special guest, and I will let her introduce herself. Hello, my name is Holly Fowler. I also go by Wicked Dixie on TikTok and Snapchat. Uh, we'll give out all the spellings and stuff in a little while and give her handles out a couple more times. Thank you for joining us, Holly. Thank you for having me. Uh, had a couple topics, and just because uh, y'all can't see her, but she's got a lot of tattoos. I do. They look good. I like them. Appreciate it. How many do you have? Over 50. Over 50. Yep, I quit counting. I think I've got three. <laughs> I got yeah, three. And my, my last two was in the last six months, so. Yeah, those are rookie numbers. Y'all going to have to oh, pick yeah, those up. Yeah. <laughs> my daughter's got me beat. I think she's got like seven or eight now. <laughs> she got addicted. They are. They are, yeah. They it, are. My first one was like 20 years ago or something. And it's an enjoyable pain. Is that safe to say? Um, For the most part, uh, I, I think there's a few of them that I've got that I never really enjoyed that pain. <laughs> it was just the simple fact of wanting it. Oh, yeah. Cool. So. I had, uh, like I said, 20 years ago, and I remember liking, liking it and wanting more. And just, I forgot. The pain, mm-hmm. you know, yep. I liked it so much I'd forgot about it. Yep. And after 20 years, I think the first time the one on my back was an hour. This last time I sat for five hours, one sitting. That's so. one place I don't have anything on is my back. Okay. I'm waiting on that one. Is there, and if you'd rather not answer any of these? I don't know. I'm an open book. Go for it. Uh, What's your biggest? My biggest is on my left thigh, my upper left thigh, and it's Jack and Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas because mm-hmm. I love Tim Burton. And my whole leg, my left leg, is all Tim Burton themed. Oh, okay. Yep. And what's your smallest? The smallest would probably be probably my little poison skull. That's probably my smallest, I think. No. Which one hurt the worst? So I have a few that were pretty close in on in ties. Um I have one on my ass. Um, they're wings on my right cheek. I have a angel wing and right below it says angel. And on my left cheek it says evil with a demon's wing. That didn't hurt pretty bad. And then I got spider webs on my boobs. Cool. Which hurt. I can imagine. I had my uh, nipples pierced years ago, and I paid for both of them to get done at first. And the guy that was doing it went in more of an angle than he should have. So he had to come back out and then do it again. Oh, no. And I was already there. I'm like, well, go ahead and do the other one. But I finally took them out probably last year. Um. So I have a lot on my face, but I have not gotten the nerves to do my nipples yet. It hurt. I'm working on it. 
Now, my brother had his done also, or one of them, I know. But he was asleep one night, and it got tangled up in his pillowcase or something and ripped his <laughs> Yeah, that'd been the end of that. See, I'm afraid, like, my loofah would take my soul. <laughs> because as soon as... As soon as I go to wash something and all of a sudden I feel a snag, I, I'm dead. I'm gone. Y'all can, y'all can bury me. Well, is that a process that's more painful, painful for a woman than a man? Would you say they have more or less sensitive nipples? Maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, I, it's like, I don't. I don't know. I ain't had them done, but I mean, I have big boobs, so of course you know, big boobs, big nipples, and I know that there's a lot there. So I mean, I'm assuming it's gonna hurt. And I'm just, I'm not ready for that yet. It, it's, <laughs> yeah. Um, What was your first tattoo? I don't know if that was one of your questions. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. My first tattoo was on the back of my neck is Angel Wings with um my nickname, Boss Lady. My uncle actually gave me that nickname when the day I was born because um, I was born on Thanksgiving's Day. And my mom was actually walking out with the turkey and her water <laughs> broke. <laughs> and she dropped the turkey, and so they all decided that, hey, you know, we're all just going to go to the hospital because we ain't got a turkey to eat, so we're there. So That's pretty cool. My uncle, he called me boss lady, and and that was the very first tattoo I got. And this is where um, I was really hitting on you if you didn't want to answer in your nether ever, but your most meaningful. My uncle. Um, it says, uh, my guardian angel. With his birth year and his birth, or the day he died, and then his name, which is Dwight, um, and a portrait of him. Uh, he passed away about nine years ago with colon cancer. Sorry. He was my rock. He was my everything. That's, uh, we all have those. My, my dad and my uncle were twins. And from, I don't know, probably, probably about three or four, you know, I always wanted to stay with my dad and my uncle. Well, my daddy always worked third shift at Walker Diecasting. My uncle worked seconds, so when my daddy would be at home asleep, I was always stuck up my uncle's butt, and so me and him, we got really close, so. Now, you say twins. Were they real identical look? No, they did not look alike at all. I, I question whether or not they really was twins, <laughs> but they were very short. My, my daddy is short. My uncle was short. Um, he was a hefty man with a long beard and long hair, and they used to call him the goat man. Because that's what we did. We dealt with goats. and But my uncle was 13 minutes or 13 seconds older than my, my daddy. Because so. I've seen twins and, you know, you know, there's twins and then there's identical twins. Yeah, and, I think, yeah, they're the paternal ones. Right. And I, I always question, because I don't look like my mama or my daddy, okay? And I always look at my mama and I'm like, Mama. Like, if you, if you need to tell me something, you know, like, I know I was close to Dwight. You know, if you, well, we ain't got to tell daddy. Like, I'm already past 18. You got your child support. You can just go ahead and tell me now. She's like, Holly, Nicole, your daddy's your daddy. I'm like, whatever. I used to aggravate my brother about that, too. We're all dark-headed, and he was more blonde, blonde-headed, and we always accused him of being the milkman's. I swear. My youngest sister looks just like my daddy, and my oldest sister looks just like my mama, and I'm just here. I'm like, well, what the hell? It's funny how that how that happens. Uh. And all these right now are revolving around tattoos, but you got a, do you have a favorite one? Um, I don't, I don't really have a favorite one, but, um, 
I do like my face tattoos just because everyone's like, don't do it, don't do it. And then I did it because fuck y'all, I'm going to do it. And, um, and I, I just like them. And, and they started out, it started out with six stars for each kid. And then I was like, because I'm really OCD. And I kept looking at it, and I'm like, well, there could be a few more stars put in there, and it'll look good. And then it kept going and going, and then I'm a Sagittarius. So I ended up getting my Sagittarius sign. I was like, well, shit, we got stars in my sign. I said, let's throw a moon up there. <laughs> so we did. And uh, my my tattoo girl that does all my tattoos, she was like, no more. <laughs> she said, you are not going to have your mama come up here and murk me <laughs> because you want more tattoos on your face. So I was like, all right, uh I got you. That was a question I was fixing to ask if you had one person that did all or the majority. or. So, I've had three. Um, I've got one. His name is Buddha in Fatville. He actually owns a shop called 431 Highway, Lost Highway Tattoo. Um, he's more up towards Park City. And then um, I have a guy in Columbia at Revolution, Inc. Um, his name is Josh Pensis. I joke with him because his last name looks like penis. Um, I'm sure he's heard that a lot, probably. Oh, he has to because I mess up a lot. Um, and then I've got my cousin. Her name's Courtney, and she's an apprentice, and she does a lot of mine. Okay, that's cool. So, uh, Do you have any you regret? I have two that I regret. One... Pretty much was covered up. Uh, me and my ex, you know, uh, we got the whole king and queen thing. But luckily, I was smart, and um, I just got his initial in the crown, and I just covered the crown up. So, I mean, I'm still a queen reg- regardless. <laughs> I don't need a king. But and then my ex-husband, uh, I got his name, and I try to cover it up with a Chevy sign because, you know, I'm redneck, and, you know, why not? And um, it was an actual pick and poke tattoo done in a in a kitchen, and you can still clearly see Jimmy. So, um, so when someone says something about it, I'm like, "Yeah, Jimmy Blazer is a Chevy. Like, leave me the fuck alone." <laughs> so, but you know, I would say that's probably the majority. If you ask anybody a tattoo they regret, yes, that's probably ninety five percent of the answer or- you're going to get. That or you know the whole no regrets, you know <laughs> the the misspelling of a tattoo, yeah, I, and that's the reason why I don't have a lot of words. But you know, you would think that wouldn't happen, man. If I'm gonna get a tattoo, I'm gonna know how to spell it. I mean, I don't know. You'd be surprised. I'm sure it happens a lot. And uh, this one you've probably thought a lot of. What about your next one? Because I know you're not done. Once you, oh no, no, no. <laughs> I actually have three appointments set up within the next few months. My next one is actually going to be on the side of my neck, and it's a bat because my favorite animal are bats. I don't know why. They're the ugliest little things in the world, <laughs> um, but they are they are the the sky dogs to me. But you I like what them. you like. Yeah, I do. Um, but I have one that's going to go right there, and then um, I got one that's going on my monkey – like on the top part of it, and then, um, and then I'm gonna finish my Tim Burton leg. Cool. So, yeah, I've got a few that I'm getting done. <laughs> I have too much skin left. 
when I uh, and I still might, but when I went in, I was intentionally gonna get a full sleeve done, and I did this. My brother's a fireman in Lewisburg, mm-hmm. and we have cattle farm out of Pigeon Roost, three hundred and something acres. And then the eyes are done in Paisley print. My grandmother's maiden name is Paisley. Oh, it's kind cute. of a. It was all meaningful and all. So, but I think I want to. I don't know. It's one of the reasons I didn't go ahead and do it all because I don't know what I want. I think that's probably the bad thing about me and my tattoos is I don't really put a lot of thought in it. I just kind of sporadic. Yeah, I kind of just go with it. Um, like I just got this little bat done. I don't know if you can see it, but it's from Anastasia Hortok, the bat from it. And so I just started randomly looking up Disney bats. And then I've got like three of them. I'm like, yeah, I need those. Don't know why. It's just Disney and I want them. You want them, you want them. You want to give a shout out to your artist again? Or? Well, yeah. Um, like I said, Buddha. Uh, his name is Buddha Pierce. You can actually look him up on Facebook. He's got a shop in Park City, Tennessee. Um, it's 431 Lost Highway Tattoo. Um, he normally stays pretty booked up because he is very good. Um, but, you know, by all means, try to hit him up. You know, he's very decent on his price. But when I tell you y'all are going to get a badass tattoo, you're getting a badass tattoo. Um, and like I said, Josh uh, Pences in Columbia at Revolutions, Inc. Everyone's heard about Joe. You know, he's a big-time tattoo artist up in Columbia but he works under Joe, and he actually was an apprentice from him. So, and then you know, like I said, my cousin Courtney, she she does tattoos here and there, but she's awesome. Favorite season or favorite holiday? You really gotta ask me that. I Come on. <laughs> uh, favorite season? I know it's crazy. Fall. I love fall. I like summer. I do like to swim. I, I do like to do all that. Springs all pretty. Whatever you know, you got all the pollen and shit. Winter? It, no, I'm good. I mean, I'm a big girl, but I still don't like the cold. But fall, I love the fall. You got the flit, the leaves falling. It's not hot. It's not cold. And then, of course, you know, Halloween. Halloween is my shit. That's going to lead me into your uh, Misfit Mafia crew. Yes. Tell us a little bit about it. Um, Misfit Mafia is just a bunch of misfits that like to dress up, have a good time. Um, We go to conventions. Um, We do a lot of haunts. I work at uh, the Haunt in Lewisburg, Malice, and we've had a few of the Misfit Mafias from Chattanooga and other areas that comes down and helps with us. Okay, that's where I was going next. Is I looked on their page, you know, and it, is it three main guys or something? Is that right? Well, it, just, it seemed like they were away from here, so I was wondering how y'all kind of... So, there's a few of them. Um, I, I'm good friends with Frostbite. Um, he is from Chattanooga, and then there's a few of them, uh, Firefly and, uh, Morgue, and a few, I mean, there's a bunch of them. Okay. Um, is it, like, statewide, or? Yeah, actually, I think there are a few that's from different states that, you know, and, but the majority of them are here in Tennessee somewhere, um, but we all kind of just get together and go to conventions and, and just kind of dress up and. Keep Halloween going year-round. That's one of my favorite times, too. I just, Halloween. Yep. I love me some Halloween. I go all out. We used to help my boss run a haunted hayride, 
and that was that was fun, which we were a lot younger and all, and it took a lot to put that on. Your help wouldn't show up one night and different stuff. I'm sure y'all probably run into some of that too, but it just when you build it up and then your help don't show up because they want to go do something theirself, it, it puts a strain on things yes. bad. And fortunately, um, for a lot of the people at Malice, we enjoy it so much you can't they can't really get rid of us. Oh, that's um I will say Robbie Osborne, he has done a magnificent job over there. I mean, there's a lot of people that play in effect of it, but he has put in a lot of time and a lot of work over there. So. Or if you really enjoy something like that and you're really into it, it doesn't seem like work. It really doesn't. And it makes it easier to do stuff like that when it's not work. It's a passion. And, you know, y'all are daddies. I'm a mama. So it's it's something fun to be able to get out and do Without your kids, mm. you know, you can get you away. You can do that? So, <laughs> yes, I know. It's. I didn't know you could do that. I mean, sometimes you got to put on a scary mask and go do it, but, you know, you could do it. Um, and I think the only the only time I don't go is Halloween, just so I can take my kids. But, um, actually, I have two kids of mine that work at Malice with us. So. Cool. Uh, it's been April Fool's Day. With Halloween and all, too, what's the best prank you've ever been a part of? So, I pulled one on my kids last year. Um, I went to the school, and I had the ladies up front tell the kids, hey, you know, y'all are getting checked out. And I, I done left. And when they got up there, the ladies was like, hey, your mama was like, April Fool's, get your butts back to class. <laughs> and when they get home, they're so mad. Cause like, Mama, we had to pack all our stuff up, go to the office, just turn around and go back to the classrooms. I'm like, hey, it's April Fool's. That's a good one. Yeah, that's cool that the teachers and all the staff would do it. Um, my mama won't even talk to me on April Fool's Day. <laughs> I ain't talked to her not one time today. Um, because last year I made, I got a balloon, decorated, you know, decorated it like a cake. Oh, she no. loves cakes. And oh, no. um, I, I don't. I went all out. I put the fondant on it. Put I know the flowers. Where this is going. Oh yes, <laughs> she, she, um, she took it from me. She's like, all right. Well, you know, I got a headache. I'll eat it later. I was like, all right. Well, that's fine. Let me know how. It, you know, I was like, I really done. Like I tried. Like a few hours later, she called me. She said, Holly Nicole. <laughs> she said, I got water all over the damn place. <laughs> I was like, so what are you saying? It wasn't good. <laughs> She's like, I can't stand you right now. <laughs> I've had a few. I, I love April Fools. That's I, I love it. You got more? Tell them. We. Um, one year, I went and bought glazed donuts and put baby powder on them and gave them to the kids. And it took them like almost a whole donut to realize that it wasn't the powder that was supposed to be on them. <laughs> Something's <laughs> wrong with these donuts, but I'm going to eat them anyway. My oldest son, Bryson, he was like, <laughs> Mama. <laughs> What's wrong with these donuts? I was like, I don't know what's wrong with them, son. And he said, it's powder. They dry my mouth out. <laughs> he said, this powder's real thick. I was like, well, yeah, I'd imagine so. I said, it's baby powder. What are y'all doing? Uh, I thought I had a wicked mind. <laughs> yeah. I <don't> know. <laughs> oh, I dipped um, onions and caramel and put the sprinkles in the nuts on them and gave them to the kids. <laughs> Onion apple. Yep. 
I sure did. I hey, and I look up on YouTube and shit. You know, try to figure out what to do. Hey, she ain't got no friends today. None. <laughs> no, she's all her on mama Apple won't talk to her. Nobody. Hey, y'all think I'm lying? My phone is dry as hell today. <laughs> I ain't talked to nobody all day. Some people, some people don't like Valentine's Day because you know they ain't got nobody. She she don't like April Fool's Day because she ain't got nobody. <laughs> I don't. She done pissed them all off. <laughs> And I'm like, y'all losers. Y'all could do this to me, but y'all don't. Y'all ain't quick. Phone ring is Holly. They just throw that son bitch down. I'm yep. doing. I ain't talking, no. Like, what's this bitch wants? <laughs> what are you doing? You know what I'm doing. Staying away the hell away from you. I don't remember if it was April Fool's, but I've got some friends in Mississippi, which is where I went and had this done, around Jackson, Mississippi. Grew up with them, just real close. They used to live in Prospect. And one night, I might have been... 17, 18, so they were probably 15, somewhere 16. I had some oh, friends come over. <laughs> they knocked on the door. I went out. Or no, they ding-dong ditched or whatever term you want to use for mm-hmm. that. And uh, Which I was in on. I was the only one that was in on it. And the second time they did it, I said, all right, I'm going to go out and confront them. I went out there, and we had some firecrackers. So we lit the firecrackers, threw them down where it sounded like gunshots, and I had some chicken liver, and I poured it on my chest, lay down on the ground, and I had some Alka-Seltzer. I put them in my mouth, and it started foaming out my mouth. They come out, and the daughters come out, and was screaming and bawling. <laughs> it was a lot of feelings come out that night, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but that was probably one of my best. I mean, it's one of them you almost had to be there to experience the up and down of emotions and all, but it was... <laughs> One of my favorite ones. Um, y'all, y'all mean. Y'all mean oh, people. Uh, it's funny. So I got a little story about Alka-Seltzer. Um, I've never took one. Never. And I was probably 11, 12. I had a really bad stomach ache. And I told my Uncle Dwight. I was like, Dwight, I said, do we have anything for like a stomach ache? He's like, well, I got these Alka-Seltzer. I'm like, okay. So he hands me just a little packet. Hands it to me and walks away. Like, so I'm like, okay. So I popped it in my mouth and took a drink of my drink. But it wasn't even water. It was Coke. Because, you know, I don't drink water. I drink sodas. And uh, all of a sudden, like, my mouth started foaming. And I started freaking out because I was like, oh, my God. This thing made whatever was in my stomach, making my stomach hurt, just burst. And now it's coming out my mouth. And I'm over here crying. I'm screaming. I was like, Dwight. Like, what is going on? And he said, what's wrong, boss lady? I said, I'm foaming. I don't understand what's going on. He said, what'd you do? I said, well, I took it. He's like, what do you mean you took it? I said, I stuck it in my mouth, and I I took a drink of my drink, and I tried to swallow it, and it just it started going all over the place. He's like, boss lady, you're supposed to put that in a glass of water and drink it. I said, well, no one told me that. I said, I don't remember. I've never took this before in my life. I was like, that was on you. I was like, you can't even... Because he, you know, all he could do was put his head down and just shake. I said, no, 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 no. We ain't going to do all that. Now, you could have explained something to me. Knowing good and well, I ain't never took this before in my life, and you just left me alone. He handled it better than I would have. I'd been in the floor rolling laughing. He, he, he didn't know what to do. He didn't. I was like, no, you can't treat me like that. Like, I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. You hand me this packet of what I thought was just a random pill. I pop it in my mouth like I normally would. And then I thought I was dying. Oh that was that was all on you. You left me alone. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> oh man, I ain't got nothing on that. House, keep me around. I can tell y'all some stories. <laughs> um, sure. well, and I can tell you a funny story that happened just here recent. Right. Um, that I don't remember reading a book over because okay, so I will say this: the first time I ever had sex, I got pregnant because I'm that person, and I was 16. And then I ended up getting married and stuff. Well, because I was a first-time mama, I was reading all these books. You know, Parenting for Dummies, you know, Toddlers and whatnot. What? Well, hold on. What to expect when you're expecting. Yes. I'll say. Yep. Yeah, what to expect with a toddler. You know, all that. Okay. Well, just a few weeks ago, my youngest daughter, Raylan, she turned four. It was on a Sunday. I was, me and my oldest daughter, Michaela, we was decorating for the birthday party. My oldest son and two of his friends and this other little boy, because me and his mom's cool and stuff, he wanted to come hang out. He, she dropped him off, whatnot. It's cool. Average day. So we had the birthday party. I, everything was going good, whatnot. The next morning, my friend, Brittany, she calls me. And she's like, Holly, Wesley just woke up crying, sweating, had a nightmare, and, like, he was just, like, mortified. Like, And this is, like, at 6 o'clock in the morning. I was like, damn, that sucks. Why are you telling me? Like, <laughs> I'm dead asleep. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, apparently it was something that Bryson done. Well, what the hell did Bryson do for him to, like, oh, God, what? She's like, so apparently Sunday while y'all was, you know, decorating and everybody was in your room watching TV, Bryson decides that he's going to go snooping around, oh. found my dildo, and smacked her son across the face with it. <laughs> and um, apparently this small child, bless his heart, had a nightmare of getting smacked in the face by dicks. <laughs> and I'm like, at this point, I have to get up because, for one, I've got to go find it now to wash it because now it's been across this child's face. And and then tried to figure out how do you go about talking to your twelve year old son at the time that smacking a child across the face with your dildo is not okay. Kind of can't do that. Um, so I, you know, I gathered my shit, and, you know, and I was like, all right, well, I'm sorry. I don't know what to really say. I was like, I'll have Bryson call and apologize, you know. So, Bryson gets off the bus, and I'm just like, dude, the fuck? He said, what? I said, my dildo, really? You really smacked him across the face with it? He starts laughing. I was like, dude. I was like, why what, Why was you going through my stuff? He's like, I was looking for a hammer in my drawers. You was looking for a hammer in my drawers. How old hey, is some you? people How call he, He's 13 now, but he was 12 at the time. Some people call him a hammer. Uh, well, to my next point... Bryson looks dead at me and said, well, I did find a hammer. (laughs) I'm like, okay, okay. And so let me rewind real quick. I've done caught him numerous of times watching porn, okay? I'm a single mama. You know, I ain't trying to knock their daddy or nothing like that, but whatever. I have been the one to talk to Bryson about everything. So when I first found out he was watching porn, I was like, dude, do what you do. Just know that's the same porn site that I watch. And just know your mama's got bills to pay. So if you see something on there, <laughs> just mind y'all's business. 
And, you know, I was hoping that would, you know, keep him from doing it. Did not. <laughs> uh, so, well, back to that. I was like, dude, I was like, you watch porn. You know where that goes. You know what I do with that. Why would you do that? He said, oh, no, I just thought it'd be funny. <laughs> no, this small child is like having nightmares. I was like, I'm going to really need you to call and apologize for smacking him across the face of my dick. You know, like with my dildo. Like, And I, I'm just sitting over here and I'm like, I, I don't, I ain't read this nowhere. <laughs> I ain't never read this nowhere in my life. I was like, mm, I don't, I don't know about these boys. Yeah, that's a, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. I mean, I can see me calling Casey. Casey. Dude, I'm sorry I slapped you with my dick. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, and I'm sitting here processing, and I'm thinking, like, okay. So he's going to be, like, another member of Jackass. You know, because Jackass, they always doing something with dildos and stuff. <laughs> and I'm just like, now I'm going to have to hide it again. <clears throat> I didn't think I was going to have to ever hide it again. <laughs> but I did. And I was like, don't be going through my shit. Just don't. <laughs> But you know, porn, porn and stuff nowadays, you can't, you can't keep them from it. No, there, there's no way. I mean, it was hard to keep it from you know us growing up. It was hard to keep it from us, and we didn't have all this. Well, I mean, we had the internet and stuff, but we didn't have it like it is now. But nowadays, you can't. There's no way unless I mean, you just don't have internet. You don't let them have a phone. I mean, and still they're gonna find out. They're gonna get slapped in the face with one. You know, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I remember um, HBO After Dark. That's what I remember. Now, all this new stuff, that's like, I mean, like, I dig it, but it was not HBO After Dark. <laughs> that was that po- uh, Playboy stuff that you got to spend, like, the $100 on. Yeah. That's what, that's what that is. I remember, I don't know what channels they were or nothing, but it'd be the snow. Oh, I was just to tell the same I, thing. You're sitting there trying to squint. Oh, I see a boob. Yep, there, there's a titty. Yep, <laughs> I remember that. Sure enough. That we didn't like, pay for them channels, no, but they was, were, yeah, you, every once in a while catch something. It probably wouldn't even be a boob, but it was to us. Looked, yeah. Probably a kneecap or something. Long time boob. <laughs> so, uh, so when I was younger, like I said, I lived with my dad and my uncle. Well, we used to live in an old, raggedy old house. I mean, it had an outhouse and everything. Well, when I turned 12 and decided I was going to live with my dad and my uncle, my uncle actually went out and bought a brand-new double-wide. You know, he was like, you're you're a girl. You know, you, you can't be out here in an outhouse, you know, trying to do your makeup and everything. So he got a double-wide where, you know, I can actually have something. Well, um, we got direct TV, and uh, it was at HBO After Dark. Well, me and my sister, uh, we would hang out in my bedroom. And uh, the very first time we heard it, my uncle was sitting out. He had just got off work. He was sitting out there, and he was watching it. And at the bottom of the door, there was just a big enough crack where you can, like, lay down (laughs) and look and see what was going on. And I was like, Casey, I was like, he's watching sex out there. (laughs) She was like, dude, what? I was like, he is. So we found it because, you know, it was direct TV. We had it in our room. So we went looking for it, and we found it on our station. Well, we started watching it, and I told Casey, I said, watch. When it was getting to the good part, like when they're about to go in at it, I walk out, 
And he like he's over here like stumbling, <laughs> trying to hurry up and change it. You wrong. That's and, wrong. And I, I'll just make a beeline straight to the bathroom, and I'll just sit in there for a minute. And then they'll, you know, you can hear him talking and everything. And I'd go back to my room, and we'd sit in there. And as soon as it, she went to it. Oh my god! How old were y'all? We was maybe ten, eleven. <laughs> cock blocking at 10 or 11 years old come it was. on i mean it was so funny because he was like he'd panic every time he'd panic um but so like i i talked to bryson i was like dude i was like i know you're you know he just turned 13 yesterday and you know and i was like you got some things changing you know i understand that i, like, I don't know anything about no boy parts but i know something and um and i was like I understand if you want to watch porn, do what you do. I know that you're going to wake up one morning and it's going, you know, it's going to be there. And I know of one of two ways to fix that. I said, you can either go pee or go play with it. I was like, so if you go to play with it, I said, put a sock at the door. So I know (laughs) what's going on. I was like, and if you happen to do that in the shower, make sure you clean that shit up. I said, because if I slip on some grandbaby, you know, grandbaby gravy, I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> and he, you know, like he's mortified because like he's got his whole mama talking about, you know, talking to him about this. And I'm trying to be serious, you know, but deep down, like I'm just like screaming too because I'm like, what the fuck. Yeah, it went the same way with my kids. They couldn't take nothing serious. If you said penis or you said sex, or they just bust out laughing. And you can't have a serious conversation. You can't. I mean, it's kind of weird to you, but you know what's going on. So just imagine what they're thinking. And then, so I'm sure Alex had that class. Okay. McKaylin comes home, and she was like, Mama, what's oral? I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I thought y'all just had this class. She's like, yeah, I did, but, you know, like, is it what I think it is? I was like, blowjobs? Yes. Eating out? Yes. That's that what That was is. in the class? Yes. And <laughs> apparently now, you know, which you kind of, you already knew about it. Oh, yeah. But, but, you know, she was like, you can really get STDs from oral. I'm like, yes, you can. So keep your mouth away from it. Okay? Just keep your mouth away from it. Just, it's all poisonous. Well, see, that's, the one of them, that's one of them things where they make you tell your kids. I mean, well, we I had, agree. We had to sign a piece of paper so they could take mm-hmm. his class. Okay, did you? Yep. Okay. But, you know, that's kind of here it comes ready or not. Yep. You know? And, I mean, I, you need to talk to your kids, but it every, every kid's different. Time. Every kid's different, yes. you know? They got different maturity levels. They mature at different ages. I mean, yep. it, it shouldn't be, well, hey, this is taught in seventh grade, yep. sixth grade, fifth grade, whatever. I mean. I think it should be. I think it should be something that you talk to them at your own time when you think that they're ready. Some parents are probably relieved by it. You know, some parents probably really appreciate not having to talk to their kids where some would prefer to talk to their kids. But in all honesty, though, like I would probably prefer to talk to them because I don't think they would act. I don't think they actually talk to them in the way that they can understand, you know, like. I can all, only, all the red tape. Yeah, yeah. I can only imagine what these kids hear on the bus. That's the only reason why I went ahead and gave them the talk like I did because, I mean, they were over here talking about shit that I'm like, what the hell? Like, why do you know that? You know, and then Bryson, he'll talk about how kids at school's watching this, that, and I'm like, well, all right, well, let's go ahead and talk about it, you know, just just so they know. Well, see, you can't, that's what I keep telling everybody, my kids and everybody, you can't raise your kids 
the way you were raised. Nope. Well, and the you, times are too damn different. I couldn't, I can't raise my kids the way you raised your kids and the way you raised your kids. All the kids are different. It don't matter if they're the same age or not. Mm-hmm. So, despite it being an age difference from when we were kids to their kids, they're all different anyway. Yep. I mean, they're all exposed to different stuff depending on who they hang out with and where they go. And so, yep. And I mean, you know, you can raise your kid the best way you know how and raise that kid right. And that kid still turn out rotten or yep. wrong. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, so it's not necessarily, in my opinion, the parent's fault. You can only do so much, but at some point, that kid is who that kid is. Yeah, my mama always told me, she said, all I can do is get you to 18. She said, what you do after that is between you and God. And, I mean, that's kind of like with my kids. My kids have been sheltered for most of their life. You know, I try to handle a lot of their stuff. And it's getting to the point now, like medical bills, for example. They go to the doctor. The medical bills come in their name now. And I usually still deal with that. But when I call to try to handle it, oh, we can't talk to you. So, you know, I tell them, hey, it's to the point now to where y'all got to do this shit yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to do, a lot of times, me being guilty of it myself too, I feel like we shelter and pamper our kids too much, and they don't learn a lot of the stuff that they should learn. And I get mad at my boys a lot of times, and I've even told them and apologized to them. I'll get mad at them because I, I want them to do something. And I feel like they should be able to do it, and they can't do it. And I'm mad because they can't do it. Something simple. But, you know, then I sit back and look. I screwed that up. I should have taught them that. I didn't teach them that. Nobody's taught them that. They don't know that. That's not their fault. That's my fault. So I'm dealing with a similar situation. So growing up, I always believed that housework was for women, outside work was for men. You know, my granny used to say I was oh so. Well, when my kids got old enough (coughs) to where they had chores, Bryson's chores was outside. Picking up the yard, mowing, weed eating, trash, feeding the dogs, animals, whatever. The girls would be, you know, dishes, bathroom, laundry, whatever. So now I'll go upstairs, and the boys' room is a freaking mess. I'm like, dude, clean up. He's like, that's not my chore. That shit sucks. I was like, (laughs) okay, dude. I was like, I get it. I get it. Okay. But now it's going to be your chore. He's like, well, where do I put my clothes? Like, in your drawers. He's like, just put them in there. I'm like, oh, my God. Yep, nope. I instantly fucked up. Like, you're going to need a (laughs) bomb-ass wife when you get older. Like, you're going to need a really good girlfriend because you're 18. When you turn 18, I'm done. I don't know your age, and I'm not asking. You don't ask a woman their age. I'm 32. I, I don't But <laughs> that's kind of the way, you know, we were raised. Same way. You know, you got your male roles, your female roles. And, and I've tried to teach my kids somewhat different, but it's still hard. I mean, when the, when the grass needs cutting, I tell my boys. I don't tell my girl. Yep. The trash needs to go out. I tell my boys. I don't tell my my daughter. Yep. The dishes need done. Tell your daughter. Tell my daughter. Yep. You know that's not right. But you know that's society, and and you know that's like I've always said. You know, if you if you take a girl and she goes out and she sleeps with a hundred guys, she's a whore. You take a guy, he goes out and sleeps with a hundred girls, he's, he's a the stud. Man. Yeah, he's you know? the man. That's wrong. Yep. But now, luckily, I will say I think the times is changing a little bit to where now. You know, the girls are getting, you know, they're they're just about as, you know, as 
what would be a player just like the dudes are because these chicks now, they don't give a shit if you call them a hoe or not. They're like, well, you know what? I still slept with you. <laughs> you know, they're not going to care, just like how a dude would be, you know. But uh, I know uh, it's been about a month ago. Uh, I was I went to work. And on Sundays, I work from 8 to 12. That's four hours. Okay. I told the girls, I was like, hey, y'all do your chores and stuff. And I told Bryson, I said, uh, just feed the dogs and you can do what you want. You know, okay, four hours. <laughs> I get home and I'm outside, you know, and, you know, dogs are fed and everything. And I'm like, I keep hearing chickens. Like, and they're close. Like, we got some Mexicans down the road that lives in this big-ass church, and they got chickens. And I was like, I wonder if one of them got loose or something. And I kept hearing them. I was like, no, this shit's in my shed, like in my shop. (laughs) And so I go back there, and if this little motherfucker didn't damn build a seven-foot-tall damn chicken coop (laughs) with damn roosters in it. You told him to feed the dogs; so he could do what he wanted. I was like, "Okay, first off, <laughs> I didn't know we had this much material around here." Okay, because <laughs> when I tell y'all, it was it was solid. It was solid. Okay. Second off, I was like, "Where the fuck the chickens come from?" He said, "Well, Mama, I walked down here to the Mexicans, and I told them I said I got twenty bucks. Can I buy some chickens off of you?" And they let me buy two hens and a rooster. I was like, all in four hours? You done all this in four hours? I said, but I can't pay you enough to clean your damn room. You got a whole weekend to clean your room, but you couldn't do that, but you could build a whole damn chicken pen and start your own damn chicken coop. Oh, you killing me. I said, what? I was, I was like, no. I, I called my mama. I said, mama, I fucked up. Oh, I, my mama has three girls. Me being the middle I got an oldest sister and a youngest sister. I said, Mama, I fucked up. I said, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with these boys. Because my six-year-old, Timothy, which I call him Booty, he was out there with them, too. Like, <sighs> Oh, I feel you. I feel your pain. I feel everything you're saying. If I try to get my kids to do something, they will not do it. They just won't. I'll turn blue in the face. I fall down in the floor and die before they do something. <laughs> But if it's something that makes no damn sense Whatsoever. or something they want to do, like you said, four hours, he doesn't he done become an entrepreneur and started his own business. And let me, and let me just, okay, from those three, th- those three chickens, I now have a whole backyard of roosters and chickens. I'd be glad it wasn't rabbits. Oh, God. But I, yesterday I counted 22 Roosters and chickens. I was like, how the fuck did this work? Like, how did this happen? I go to work. I come home and there's another fucking chicken coop. And I'm like, y'all, do y'all not realize I need a room? If y'all really want to build something, y'all build me a room out here. I'm okay with a chicken coop. Y'all just build me something out here because these things are sturdy. They ain't going nowhere. They survived that little little uh, thunderstorm that we had just the other night. They survived that. <laughs> He done got them chickens on some Viagra. Oh, God. <laughs> or the roosters, I guess, not the chickens. And he's so proud of them. Like, him and Booty are so proud of these chickens. And, okay, I mean, you can edit this or whatnot, but 
Bryson gets on, you know, he's over here videoing it, you know, his chickens and stuff on um, Snapchat. He's like, oh, yeah, we're about to go fight these things. I said, dude, we can't talk like that. That's illegal. You can't say that. He's like, what, fighting chickens illegal? I said, yeah, you can't. You can't just fight chickens. I go uh, go to work, come home. Him, Booty, and his friend Ryan are outside with their roosters. My daddy said they've been out there for a whole hour taking turns on fighting these roosters. He said, I ain't, I ain't heard from them in over an hour. He said, I'll look out the back, and they'll be picking up their roosters and letting the other ones go. I said, oh, good God. I said, what the hell? I said, you just, you just make sure they're alive, don't you? I said, you don't intervene or nothing. He said, I'm Papa. I'm like, you're right. You are Papa. Yeah. It's funny how that works. Oh. Grandkids get away with everything. Every, I mean, nah, I ain't going to lie. I got away. I, I mean, I got pregnant when I was 16, so obviously I got away with a lot of shit, too. <laughs> uh, my daddy is 69. He'll be 70 this year. And when I tell you this man just makes sure they're alive, he just makes sure they're alive. <laughs> I question whether or not the nursing home is the best option for him. Because I will come home from working and my house be a mess. And I'm like, look here, old man. <laughs> you ain't got back problems. You ain't got knee problems. And you do not have any type of problems at all from busting their asses. Get this shit done. So you feel like maybe sometimes they're watching him? I don't, and you know, sometimes I feel like ain't nobody watching nobody. Nobody watching nobody. <laughs> There is no parental guidance whatsoever going on. I'm just waiting on coming home and have my four year old up on the on the roof by the chimney talking about, hey, I'm trying to catch this buzzard. We're gonna fight some buzzards. <laughs> Good lord. I know you know I wouldn't even put it past them. But I will I will put this on everything. If my kid starts fighting buzzards, I'm writing a book. <laughs> because you are not reading that shit nowhere else. Nowhere. Oh, man. My face hurts. You didn't have me laughing this whole damn time. My face hurts. Let's take just a minute. Give your uh, Snapchat and TikTok stuff out again. All righty. So my Snapchat is Holly Nicole, which is H-O-L-L-I-E-N-I-C-O-L 23. And that's my Snapchat. And my TikTok is at wicked underscore Dixie. How long have you been doing these uh, TikToks and all? Since, like, middle of January. Oh, wow. Yeah. You got a lot of videos. Out. Yeah. Um, I just got, oh, I just hit 11,400 followers. Nice. Yeah. I can see why. I just met you, and it's great. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm good. It's great. My, uh, like I said, my face is hurting. I'm just, I can't stop laughing. Um, but yeah, no, my um, my TikTok is at wicked underscore Dixie. And, um, and y'all can look me up on Facebook. You know, if y'all want to do that, you know, it's Holly Fowler on Facebook. Um, I will appreciate all the love, support, and follows that y'all want to give to me. We appreciate you coming in and, and having a good time with us. I'm having fun. Good deal. Uh, a lot of people when they come into this and he, he being one, when I first invited him, it's like, man, I just I really don't know. I'm like, hell no, that's dumb as hell. I ain't doing this shit. <laughs> and then once he got to talking and all, you know, it's just like us sitting here talking to each other. 
having a good time. Well, and that's why I was like, so what are we doing? Like, what do we Because, you know, I'll watch a few, you know, on, you know, YouTube and stuff. And I ain't going to lie, I was watching a few today. I'm like, okay, so is it supposed to be like this? You know, because I didn't know. And then he's like, just talk. And I was like, okay, I can do that. I can talk. I'm a talker. Oh, that just makes you just to quiet some of the noise down and all. And, you know, it works. Yep. This is, you know, we do videos up here, but. This is your main stuff for here. So this is, and I've got another, his son and his friends come up here and do a podcast. And there's some ladies down the road. They had talked about wanting to do some, which she's uh, pregnant right now. So she's been a lot of morning sickness and different whatnot. So I'm going to get her up here one day and just (coughs) sit and and see what it's about. Yeah. Well, I mean, once I got up here and we started talking, you know, my nerves kind of just went away. Oh, yeah. You could tell the it slowly started. Yeah. I'm really an open book. I'm really just an energetic person. I'm not shy whatsoever. It just takes me a just a minute to get myself going. See, and I was, I'm more open now, but I have been so shy and closed for the past, let's see, I'm, how old are we? <laughs> how old are we? <laughs> not as old as Creek. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We're forty four. I just I've always been real shy and shut up and oh, in he's forty four. Let me get it right. He's, he's forty four. We're forty three. <laughs> uh damn. The last couple of years I've really opened up and just started talking to people, man. Just you know, I heard <laughs> and it kinda tickled me, but somebody's like, She scares me. <laughs> I was like, Why? <laughs> you know, but, I get that a lot. I don't I kinda hang with myself just because people don't really know how to take me. Because of my tattoos and my piercings and the way I am, I am very blunt and I'm very honest. But now when I say I'm very blunt, I'm not going to be an asshole to you. I'm going to say you're ugly in all the most respect that I can. Well, that's what I prefer. I prefer somebody like that. Don't don't kiss my ass and then talk behind my back. No, you know. and I can't do yeah. that. Um, <clears throat> I have always been like that from as long as I can remember. I've always been very open and very honest with everyone. Um if I've got a problem with you, I'm coming to you. And if I know that someone's got a problem with me and I didn't know that until someone said, I'm going to that person and be like, hey, what's up? Like, I'm cool as fuck. Like, why don't you got a problem with me? Let's talk about this. Yeah, if somebody has and, a problem with me, why are they talking to you? Why aren't they talking to me? Yeah. Yeah. And take, don't take this wrong, but when somebody sees other people that's different, that's mm-hmm. not the, the everyday the person, Yep. we... As a person, tend to have a prejudgment <laughs> about them. Yep. And just for me being open and up, talking to a lot more people in the last couple of years, couldn't be more different. That's true. Um, a lot of people like to judge me before they get to know me, which is, you know, that's on them. You know, I'm not missing out on nothing. They're missing out. Uh, because, like I said, I'm cool as fuck. Um, I am probably, like, one of the bestest friends you could possibly have. Um I, you know, I don't drink, I don't party. I mean, I, I go out and I play pool and stuff, and I smoke weed. I love smoking weed or, you know, eating edibles because I'm fat. But I don't <laughs> smoke cigarettes. I don't drink alcohol or nothing like that. Um, you but never I, drink alcohol? You don't? The first time, because, you know, I'm I'm that first. <laughs> the first time I ever drank alcohol, I went to jail. And I'm claustrophobic. And I was only in there for like three hours, but, you know, it seemed like a lifetime. 
And so I vowed that I will never drink alcohol again because that was, you know, I didn't like jail. Um, I, I don't drink much alcohol, but I do drink occasionally, socially, whatever, here and there. But my my uh, my real dad was a was a abusive alcoholic, and you know that was something I said that I would never be. But you know, a lot of people take that to where they think it's hereditary and everything else. But I mean, that's you know, you are who you are. That's right. Um, now, like I said, I you know I'll go out. I love to play pool. You know, I'm decently good at pool. Um, but I will be the one up on the bar, dancing, singing, and I'm like, oh my god, how much did she have to drink? And I got a friend that'll look at you and be like, none, none whatsoever. And I'm just like, wow, yeah, you know, because like that's just me, that's my personality. Um, growing up, my uncle would always tell me because I get it from him, and he would say, you know, the only time he'll ever meet a stranger is if he didn't like you. And that's how I've always thought. Like, I never meet a stranger unless I just don't like you. Well, I know something I've always said is I get along with just about anybody. Mm-hmm. And if I can't get along with you, there's something wrong with you. It yeah. ain't me. Because I get along with just about anybody. Yep. And, you know, and I love Cornersville. I love that my kids go to <clears> Cornersville. <throat> and, you know, and I love that my kids, my kids are in every sport you can think of, anywhere from Football, the basketball, the wrestling, t-ball, baseball, all that. How many kids do you have? Five. Five. I have five kids, and they are all in sports. Um, But, you know, when you see me at these functions, I'm kind of by myself. You know, like, I don't, I don't sit with everybody. I don't sit and talk to a lot of people because I know how fake some people are. And I, I keep myself out of the situation from causing a scene because I'm that one that'll be like, well, why don't you just go tell her that? You know, if you're over here talking shit, go tell her. Don't, don't sit here and talk to her about it. Go tell her, you know. And, you know, and then there'll be some that kind of looks at me weird because I do have face tattoos and I got all the piercings. And I got the judgmental moms that's like, well, you got green and blue hair. That's not mom appropriate. But let me tell y'all, when I tell y'all my kids are the most well-mannered kids you can possibly ever meet, they are. I can confirm that with McKayla. Just a little bit I've spent with her. I have great kids. And the one thing, people can talk about me all day long, but the one thing no one can ever tell me is that I was a bad mom. And it doesn't matter how many tattoos I have, how many piercings I have, what color I decide to color my hair. My The way I parent will never change. I'll ask my kids, you know, I'm like, you know, does it bother y'all, you know, that my hair's different or that I've got the tattoos and i got these piercings and stuff? And Mikaelin will be like, no, why, why would it bother us? I'm like, does it make me less of a mama? Because I've got... You know, green and blue hair. She said, well, what what does your hair have to do with you being a mama? I was like, I don't know. I just want to make sure, you know. It's human nature. That's that's all it is. You know, because if they come to me and say, mama, you know, hey, you're doing a little bit too much. You know, of course, I'm going to back it down. But my kids know that I had them really young. And I didn't have that party life. I didn't have that phase. I was a stay-at-home mom for a long time. And then when I finally had to get out and get a job and stuff, like, I, I devoted everything to them. And now it's like, 
If I want green and blue hair, by God, I should be able to have green and blue hair. You know, if I want a, a ring through my lip or my nose or if I want tattoos on my face, why not? Now, I'm going to go in a little further, and I know I know the answer just from knowing you and learning a little bit more about you now. The green and blue and all that, that's not part of Wicked Dixie. That's Holly. Yep. That's, um, that's who you are. That's who I am. So That's what I was fixing to ask. I, I, that was something I wanted to know, if this is you every day. So besides is, the, you know, the cute little uh, X's on my face and the blue lips, that's Wicked Dixie. Um, I try to, I try to be a little different when it comes to her, but as far as the green and blue hair, the, the tattoos and piercings. So my first, my first and only husband, ex-husband, um, he made sure that I knew that a typical wife is supposed to, you know, you're supposed to have long hair, blonde, brown, or red, you know, the traditional colors, uh, no tattoos or piercings on your face or nothing like that, you know. And, and I, I went with that. But, like, me, I knew there was a a picture of myself in my head that I wanted to be. I wanted, you know, like, okay, so my dream job is I want to be a plus-size tattoo model. Like, I want to do that. Not because I want to be rich and famous. Not because I've always been so self-conscious about the way I look in my body because of being told that I was too big or too fat or, you know, or something. I just want to feel pretty, look pretty, and have other people tell me, hey, you're fucking gorgeous. Like, I don't care if I ever get any money. But if I can put myself out there and have people tell me, not because, you know, I, I'm a hoe and I just want the attention. I just like knowing that people can see me the way I see me, you know, because everyone sees themselves as, you know, looking good. But, it, you know, you don't really see it until other people tell you. You could open your eyes to a lot of other women that may be going through the same thing that, you know, I just don't know. And, oh, well, look at her. She's all beautiful. She's tatted up. And she's full of self-confidence. And, you know, I can be that. And And I would love – to know that I helped somebody like that. Um, last night, for the first time, I actually made a TikTok where it actually showed, like, my body. Which, I mean, I had clothes on, of course. But um, I was, you know, I would see all the bigger, beautiful, curvy women on TikTok. And they don't give a shit. Well, that's they, what I was fitting to say. A lot of that's just confidence. Yes. and, and Beauty and confidence are, are one and the same. I mean, they go. And, and let me tell you, I kept seeing them. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do one. And I did. And I was like, you know what? That wasn't even that bad. You know, because I still, I still have a lot I'm still trying to, you know, work on as far as the way I feel about myself. But I'm slowly getting to that Holly that I seen when I was younger. That no one told me, or, you know, that everybody told me, no, that's not supposed to, you know, that's not how you're supposed to look. That's not, you know, that's not the right way. You know, so I'm slowly getting there. All right, y'all, we were having so much fun. We just kept on talking, but we're going to end this one right here. Call it part one and be looking in the very near future for part two. The Grind was brought to you by Casey Cardin at First Realty Group. Give him a call for all your real estate needs at 931-309-5028, or you can find him by Googling Casey Cardin Realty. 
Visit First Realty located on the east side of the Plasky Square where the huge rocking chair sits out front. Thanks for listening, fam.